is the Ignition Point, Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. Today's episode is a part two podcast interview with Angie Barham. She's a third grade teacher here at Clayton Bradley, and she does a lot with our staff on training with writing and how to integrate writing into a lot of areas in our curriculum for our lower school. So we now rejoin the podcast with Angie Barham and host Kendall Terry. And third grade can be tough. You know, we talk third about grade's hard. You know, first kindergarten through first second grade is they're learning how to read. They're learning how to you know, do math and kind of understand numbers and that sort of thing. But in third grade, all of a sudden, you're not necessarily learning how to read, but you're using reading to learn. And that's a big transition that takes place. It's huge. And again, you have to teach that. You have to teach uh, the idea of text evidence. And that's one really hard skill for them is to read a question. And then they just want to write what they think the answer is. Yeah. But that's not always what the answer is. So we are learning that vocabulary of text evidence. So mm. I always use this example, one of the books that we conference on, it's how to take care of a pet bird. So they read about how to take care of a pet bird. And then it asks, asks the question at the end that they answer, um, what do you have to do to prepare for your bird to come home? Okay. And then you get a bunch of things that you would prepare. None of which were in the story okay. maybe one so i'm like this is great and i could see that you would do that but when people want text evidence for a response you have to go back and find what did the author think you should yeah. do and they're like oh so that's a whole strategy but that's also for life yeah because we might always we always have an answer but are we giving the answer that was designed or was expected or was we read or we just making an opinion right because that's an opinion if you don't have evidence well and i think it's learning the the difference in those so that you know like when you're encountering a situation where you're asked for your opinion of being able to state that and give it but when asked for evidence writing or evidenced response you've got to be able to do that and and that continues all the way up through high school you know right now if you go down to our uh, english classes in the ninth through twelfth grade that's what you're going to see is that evidence-based writing and and conversation you know that's the harkness conversations that mr hussey started here and and continues to kind of uh, go throughout the school in different classes is not just having the conversation um, with your feelings or emotions and it's okay to have feelings and emotions in the conversation but also being able to go back to the text evidence of why you're talking about that right now or why you would be writing about that right now. And that makes then their writing better and it makes their conversation better. And we have heard from alumni over and over that that is a huge skill in college of being able to sit down in an academic setting and express yourself in an educated way with text evidence, with um, references that make sense to use in the mm-hmm. conversation and they continue to go back to that um, you know Harkness conversation with Mr. Hussey or something that they were doing with Mr. Riggins um, something they did in Miss Balschweiler's class by being able to write in that way by being able to reference what they're doing and so I love hearing that all the way down to third grade and I think 
that's going to continue then to improve as they work their way up and Definitely. and it'll make everything better at the end and so i'm excited to hear that when you're looking at next uh, semester with third grade and you know something that that you guys are planning and and you also work with a, a partner helen is our other third grade I teacher do. and uh, you've been helping uh, in mentoring her and and different learning center school model stuff and and writing and all that as well so when you guys are looking at this next semester of third grade what's something that you're looking forward to well so it's been great actually because with helen and i both coming in well first we don't know what we don't know yep but which is a lot but we're figuring that out together um but then we've also had the opportunity to make things our own Mm. So that has been really good for me because I could say, oh, this worked, this didn't, and she also has input, and so we're building that. And so next semester, well, right now we're trying to look at, like, the field studies, what yeah. field studies and guest speakers and things like that we're going to have, and we'll be doing weather. And I love, um, well, this was actually my favorite nine weeks, so it's really hard because my <laughs> very favorite book is The One and Only Ivan. Okay, okay. So we've been doing The One and Only Ivan, and so you're thinking about opinions and text evidence. At the end, the character in the book says a zoo is the way that people make amends. Okay. So we now have lots of facts about habitats, gorillas, animals, elephants, and so they're going to need to write an opinion. Okay. Does zoo a zoo make amends? Does it fix things that have happened? Oh, wow. And we've been to the zoo to look at that. Yeah. So next nine weeks, I don't look as forward to because I just love this one so much. <laughs> but we do, do we do opinion writing. Yeah. And so we'll be looking at um, what makes an opinion. How do you support your opinion with that IC3 model that we're doing? Um, how is that different than an informational text? Okay. And is it different? Because even in your opinion you should have information so we'll be looking at that type of writing which anything I love to do with writing we haven't really chosen like our chapter book yet okay and then we'll be doing area and perimeter and I can't say that that's that fun but I do like fractions <laughs> uh, well it's math uh, is really challenging for third graders yeah and you really the basis is to know your multiplication facts. Right. As I said, the so, challenge is that it goes from adding and subtracting to multiplying and dividing. Mm -hmm. Quickly. And, yeah, and and it's that's it, it's a, an abstract concept for many. Yes. Although it it's a concrete concept, but it it's an abstract idea for them. And so uh, I remember my kids also going through third grade, and it, that's a you know it's a big deal of learning those multiplication tables and trying Huge. to figure out like what does this mean um, but understanding I think the difference there for me is is not memorizing multiplication but understanding why multiplication is what it is and, and how, how to work it can with be the properties used. as well absolutely how to work and, and really both because you do want to eventually have those because right. they stay with you but we do spend more time on the idea like how you know what what is the backbone of it like yeah. what is it it's equal groups how you're gonna make equal groups how do you know if something's division or multiplication mm. and we don't spend much time on like they're just the rote memorization right so that takes a lot of practice you know 
really kids can get that so often now on just the games they play. Yeah. So that's just choosing some apps and things to practice because it is just practice and making that right. pattern. And then we're trying to say, okay, if you don't know, what's it look like? Or if you see six times three plus five times three, what is that really? Yeah. And how do you solve things like that? Because we're trying to hook into that later learning too. That's awesome. So. And so when you're looking at area and perimeter, um, what are what are some of the things that you do in third grade to help kids understand the difference between those two? Because that's something that I my seventh grader right now is actually some of what they're still doing is area and perimeter. Now, that's not the focus, obviously, of the assignment at this point, you know, in seventh grade, but they still have to go back and know how to do it. Yes. Yeah. Well, we sing a song because we sing a song about everything. (laughs) Yes. If you go in Angie's room, you're going to hear songs. Yeah. We have our our quadrilateral song, a song about everything, but perimeter goes round and round, round and round, (laughs) just add it up. And then areas, length, thumbs, width, area. So everything has a cheer. Okay. And then we practice a lot. Like, are you covering the space? Are you going around it? Uh, Okay. And some of it's just really developmental. Yeah. It will come later. And we go one step further because one thing that they also have to know is missing sides. So I think that's even more challenging if your perimeter is 36 and one side is 10. How long is the other side? Yeah. Because you have to know how to teach that and structure that out. And that's really setting up the skills that they're going to use as they get into later on, like the equation type ideas and, and understanding that you can have a missing part in any part of this equation. And if you know how this thing works, it's you can come figure out. out what the answer yes. is. And so that's that's an early algebraic step, it I is. guess, that you guys start teaching as well. And, you know, like the areas, whatever. So what are the sides? If the area is 49 and it's a square, yeah, that's third grade. And so you've got so to start thinking about that. Like, well, if I'm trying to multiply two things together and if it's a square, that means both those things have to be the same. That's a lot of thought it's, processing it's a there. Lot. Yeah, especially for a third so, grader. That's that's really cool to So you got to gotta break through. it down. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I think it just takes um, a long time to learn what works for kids. Yep. So I think that's one thing now. Um, last year. So I almost came last year. Okay. <laughs> and it was going to be to first grade and go back to my roots like in first grade. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't really know. It's <laughs> like, so Ms. Lafford, this is a lot. This is because once you feel like, I feel like in third grade, I figured out all those little tricks and I make things easy for kids to learn. Okay. And once you do that, you kind of like where you are because I, rem- I must have known those tricks now, but it's been 10 years, but like I know exactly that you have to put a line down for each side and perimeter. Yeah. That's just what you do and you fill in the area and what you know, mm-hmm. and then you can see if two sides are missing, you got to cut it in half. So right. there's just little tricks that I like and I like seeing that light bulb come off in the, with the kids, you know, like, yeah. oh, or you can say, did you put your lines? And then they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's why you taught us that. So I just love third grade and where it is. Yeah. And I didn't even know that when you do equivalent fractions that you can just do crisscross, you can cross multiply. Yeah. Like three fourths and one twelfth. If you cross multiply, the biggest one will have the biggest number at the top. Okay. Did you know that? Like, I never learned that. You see what I'm talking about? 
That's one of those I'd have to write down. So if you put one third and one fourth and you cross multiply from the bottom up, four times one is four, three times one is three, one third is bigger than one fourth because Uh, every fraction works that way. Well, there you go. Every fraction. <laughs> you can put five six and two thirds, and you can just do that. Yeah. The biggest to one figure wins. Out which one? Uh, okay. Or if they're equal, you can do the same thing. What number? Okay. This makes six, so this has to be a whatever. Right. Well, so I go. love all those tricks. Well, people so lear- listening those- right now might have learned something, <laughs> uh, some math in there. That's exciting. Uh, well, that's cool. And I know that that you know. It's been a, a learn a little bit of a learning process. Like you said, you had to figure out kind of you don't know what you don't know. And coming to a new school, although you're coming with uh, 30-some-odd years of experience, and you have taught in the Learning Center School model. It wasn't called that then. That's a new change that, yes. that is just recently called that. But um, I think you've adapted really well. And I know that our staff have, have responded to that in a positive way. And, and I think you've brought a lot of great energy to the elementary team. Um, and it's been appreciative on the administrative side of what you've brought there and, and leadership and uh, that that doesn't go unnoticed by any by any Thank means. Uh, Definitely energy. I, I'm full of energy. I don't know. <laughs> well, that <laughs> was one of the things gonna... Pat told me when in talking about you before. You, she <laughs> you, she said uh, you'll you'll know Angie by the energy. You know, she's going to bring a lot of energy to the table. She's going to bring a lot of experience, and she's going to uh, <laughs> get a lot of people on her side quickly. And you have. <laughs> And hey, so, I like that last line. Yeah, you, you get a lot of people on your side. It didn't take long for you to get a following here at the school. And so um, we're excited that you're on board awesome. here with us. Um, thank you so much for setting down. I, I know we've got to be respectful of your time. You're doing this during your planning period, so I really appreciate that. Um, and you've got to go get kids here in just a second. And so I, I don't do. want to make you late for that. But thank you for uh, sitting down with us and talking for a little bit. I'm sure there will be more podcasts to come where you'll talk a little bit more oh. about the writing component that you do. I think I people would like that. to hear that um, and, and hear what you're doing in that component, um, as well as just some stories of, of what your kids are doing. And so thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. This has been the Ignition Point. Clayton Bradley Academy's podcast where every day we work to help students excel through critical thinking, problem solving, collaboration, and use of our lifelong guidelines and life skills. If you'd like to find out more about Clayton Bradley Academy, you can visit us on our webpage, www.claytonbradleyacademy.org. You can also find us on social media sites at CBA STEM or at Clayton Bradley Academy. We hope you have a wonderful day.